0: All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So, to, <laughs> to put this lightly, there is no way to get around um, the issues that you know we're looking at you know, today in the news. I won't even touch it right now because I've devoted time separately to that for my next podcast. Um, and you can look at that one as well and listen to it and enjoy it. Um, but I want to talk about sexual energy. And this is I guess I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. This is one of the most uh misunderstood type of of zones and areas in our lives and i've I've watched people go through this um, uh, um lack of knowledge, if I can put it that way, and everything that comes from that becomes almost blasphemous. Uh, uh, you know, a bastard child, if you will. Um, it's so misunderstood. So, so let me let me just say it like this, because this is my thought. This is this is where it sits with me. We go through puberty at a time in our lives when, I mean, just just think the moment before you have nothing but energy. All you are is Kool Aid and graham crackers and and Lunchables and TV dinners or whatever things you were eating as a kid. You were a kid, and then you fast forward, and now you're wearing this deodorant. You're using tampons, and and it's it, it's in a world of tampons and condoms and birth control and and deodorant, and shaving, and and Barbasol, and Gillette, and Edge, and th- there's a whole aisle that you <laughs> you walk down now that's specifically dedicated to you growing up. So, like I said, let's go back. You're, you know, 12 or 13, whatever age you are. You're growing, everybody's saying, man, he's so tall or she's so tall, they're really growing up, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you watch your kids grow and 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 you go through this process, but there's so much that goes into this tree that we plant in the ground. So I'm looking at my trees outside right now and um, the trees themselves are, uh, I believe, I believe they're only a few years old. <laughs> they're about three years old. Um, my daughter will be three um, soon, but already in just that um, short amount of time, uh, these trees are almost equal to the height of the highest windows in the home. And this is a two story home. So this is something beautiful to look at. I put like a little bird feeder out there, um, you know, for the, the birds. And then on the tree itself, I have like a little bird house. Um the birds don't use it. <laughs> they probably saw me put it there and think it's a trap, but the birds don't use it. And um it's just fun to look at. It's just beautiful to know that I planted something in the world that the world gets to see grow whether they realize it or not. Um and these neighborhoods that have the big trees, you don't want anything to happen to them during the storms or, you know, the the thunderstorms uh Tornadoes—you don't want anything to happen to to them during those times. But when you drive through, it's so beautiful to see—they just give off this beautiful shade and, um, you know, supply us with that that freedom of oxygen and a look that you you're, you're not gonna get it. You know, unless you live in that well-established uh, neighborhood. So. <laughs> the tree in essence is very to me reflective of not just our sexual journey but who we are as humans. Um, and And as this tree gets nourished by water and and shade and you know six to, to eight months of of you know quality growth, you go through those colder times, those harder times where it has to toughen up. And, and find a way to last through what we would not be able to last through um, each year. Like right? This tree lasts through each season and does not fall apart, does not fall away unless met with brute force. It, it's an amazing thought. But everything that you are in your innocence, in your joy... In your love, your discipline, what you've been told to do, what you've been told not to do, gets funneled into this sexual energy. I'm not talking about sexual healing. I'm just talking about sexual gener- uh, uh, energy in general, because that sexual healing—that's what Marvin Gaye was talking about. We can love, we can love on some Marvin Gaye, and you know, sing that all day. But what I'm talking about is just understanding and knowing our sexual energy a little bit better because I feel like for far too long it's been demonized and it's been pointed at as uh, an indicator of wrong or a a, uh, a tool to grab people <laughs> no pun intended but a tool to grab people uh, uh, and snatch them into um, you know someone else's agenda and you make them feel bad because of it. But our sexual uh, energy, whether it's been abused or allowed to flourish, always shows up. It always shows up. If it's been mutated, you're going to be a mutant in your sexual journey. If it's been beaten and, and hidden, then it's going to be a, a bruised and beaten and, and malnourished sexual energy. If it's been allowed to, to flourish and thrive the way it should, then when you get to the places where it needs to be, it will operate as such. And you'll be looking at this tree thinking, wow, what a beautiful tree. Versus, I mean, you don't plant a cactus in Antarctica. And and there are certain trees that you can and can't plant. There are certain flowers and and, uh, plants that you can and can't plant in certain areas. Um, millennials i think they're what are not millennials perennials <laughs> oh man all the plant people are going they're going to crush me um but just take a moment and think what is it that makes that so bad what is it that makes that so evil what is it that makes that such a sin is it trying to go out and, and crush and, and get on somebody. Is that what makes it evil? Is that what makes it a sin? No, not necessarily. If you look at the whole uh, uh, spectrum of life, everything that we are in a sexual nature is driven to drive us together in sex to be fruitful and multiply. If there were no birth control, if there were no pills, no condoms, and you just let people do what they've got to do, go back 200 years. There wasn't any of this casual sexual behavior unless you, you know, were lusting after, you know, some kind of farm hand or you were in some kind of royalty position and um, you, you could afford to do that. You could have. You know, uh, uh, random sex partners because of your wealth and where you were in society, or you could have those random sex partners because you had concubines or you were some type of ruler and had power and dominance over people. So uh, it's funny how casual sex sat in the hands of people in high position, high power, or it's lust. <laughs> See how funny that is? Without money, sex is lust, but with money, it's casual sex. <laughs> and that's why it's funny to me now um, that, you know, we have birth control. Um, sometimes it, that is a little bit scary to me because, you know, um, kind of paying attention to women in this journey, I've seen how birth c- control can kind of alter their bodies and do things to them that I wouldn't want done to me. You know, I were, if you wear a condom and you're practicing safe sex, um, you don't have to deal with all those internal body changes to not skeet, <laughs> for lack of a better term, to not ejaculate. Like you got it, so you just roll. But uh, looking at the whole spectrum of the sexual journey, um, for me, I, I I'll tell you what a healthy sexual journey to me looks like. I'm just going to say this. I'm not going to go into, you know, people that have been hurt, abused, molested, uh, people that have been told they're wrong, their bodies are wrong, their bodies are tools of sin. Like, I'm I'm not going to go into that too deep, but for a quality sexual um, energy, it really starts with having a quality energy and influence around you, because when you understand what it is that you're going to become and when you understand what it is that your body will do, you can understand full well that, oh, okay, if everybody in the wintertime is turned down, then now when the springtime comes and the fresh air comes and the life is blooming in the whole environment, I will bloom too. I actually had a, a a a. A good conversation with a friend of mine, and he said that every springtime, he feels sinful. Every springtime, he feels like his highest temptation and these sundresses by these women and all this. Don't get me wrong. Temptation is real. Like, sundresses are real. And there was memes out there on, uh, like, Facebook and Instagram I saw one time where a friend of mine had posted. She said, don't get locked in the child support for 18 years for a sundress that only costs $76. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. So think about that. The sundresses come out. Springtime comes out. You got all this, you know activity in the air people with allergies start taking more Claritin start taking more Allegra you know I like to use raw honey Um, you know you've got people the environment is more active and how you balance with it and adapt to it it says a lot about you and and ladies you I, I hope you understand this this is one of the reasons why guys have to go to the gym so much this is why we have to work out so much and push our boundaries and our barriers, because for a lot of men, that sexual energy was accompanied by football, was accompanied by basketball, was accompanied by track season. It was accompanied by whatever type of sport or event that they had been doing previous to puberty. So they're driven to it even even harder, even stronger. So this boy that played basketball is now a man that played basketball. And and I don't, I don't want that to take anything away from the beauty that is woman from the amazingness that is woman um, at all, because what you all do internally is far superior than what we do. I, I, I think we know that and understand that. And then your mind has to be able to keep up with that ability as well. Um, we're so much the same, but we're different creatures when it comes to that. Um, so, In this journey, like I said, my friend had been explaining to me that every spring, he feels sinful. He feels tempted. He feels tested. He feels tried. You're supposed to. (laughs) Look at all the flowers. Look at the grass. Look at the trees. You should be more sexual. You should be more open and happy at this time. Now, if you're married and you've got your wife, hey, Y'all go ahead and get it. <laughs> you know, if you've got your girlfriend. You know, you've got that special person in your life. You know what's up. I'm not going to force everybody into marriage. That that was my journey. That That's how I did it. You know, I'm a little bit old fashioned. Um, but I understand, like, not everybody in the world is going to do what I do. But please understand that it's not. All temptation <laughs> the devil isn't walking behind these women doing the cha-cha you know doing the cha-cha slide <laughs> just ooh I'm about to get you ooh I'm about to get you watch the booty jiggle or or for ladies you know look at his chest look at his chest he's walking real good look at his arms <laughs> All right. I don't know what women and men are tempted by because I don't know you individually you know and I apologize for being too graphic I do get graphic at times Um, But (laughs) uh, it's not evil to be human. It's not evil to understand that in all this God-given ability, in this God-given universe, in this uh, God-given area, it's not wrong to try to understand. (laughs) That's okay. Like It's okay to understand. But in a quality sexual experience, you understand that. Everything is a part of what you're doing, that everything is in tune with you, that the environment, the rain, the thunderstorms, the lightning, uh, 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 the dryness in the air, the humidity in the air, all of these things factor into who you are and what you are. And, And that gives us this energy alone without even considering sex. It gives us this energy alone That people can feel almost immediately when they're around you. They'll feel pleasing when they're around you. They'll feel fun when they're around you. They'll feel attacked when they're around you. um, Or they'll feel defensive when they're around you. All of these elements, all of these things, environmental, internal, uh, uh, be it through your history, how you grew as a person, um, or the nature versus nurture uh, thing, which took me years to understand, really. I think it does take a while. But what I'm saying um, simply is you have all these things that affect your energy as a person, nature versus nurture, but really they all work together, the nature and the nurture. It's going to make you feel a certain way and do a certain thing. So a quality sexual energy is one where you understand what you are and what you're doing. There won't be a buildup that needs to be uh, flushed out and released. You know, so. A quality sexual energy is like a quality diet when you're eating the right things. You don't eat too much of one thing and not enough of the other. Same thing with education. If you're always streaming and looking at things um, in the news that don't have well-developed stories and you continue to crave that, you'll crave that and won't get the well-planned out, the well-documented, and the in-depth analysis to learn a thing. And we're a society of that right now. So in in, in your quality sexual energy, like hopefully I'm not grossing you all out when I say this. Even when a woman is done having kids. If that woman has a man in her life, her husband, her (laughs) new husband, boyfriend, whatever. If their sexual energy is in tune with one another And they can agree that when they turn on Marvin Gaye or Barry White or the Commodores or Earth, Wind and Fire or, you know, Barry Gibb or, (laughs) uh, you know, any of that stuff. They go turn on the music. If they're in agreement with one another that their sexual energy is there. Great. Good. You can be 65, 70 and even 80. You know, with that same energy. And I'll go as far as to say that they might have a better sexual energy in them because of the foods that they ate at a time when there weren't very many boxed processed foods, at a time when there wasn't very many uh, pesticides and chemicals involved in things. So when they ate something, they ate the real version of it because a lot of times they had to make it. There wasn't a box full of 90 and 20 ingredients on it. They literally made the bread or they made the cookies. They took the time to make the cookies that they ate. So that sexual energy and how people uh, uh, process it and build it and receive it um we share it with one another. and it's not <laughs> it's not just uh it's not just uh, what you see in the movies as far as sex, which, Let me me, me clear that up really quick here. Your quality sexual energy, like I said earlier, does not build up to a place where it needs to explode out on people. Hey, enjoy the pornography. Enjoy that stuff and all this and all that. But let's have a real conversation. Of all the great sex that you've seen on any porno, which one of those people... Would you consider a quality human being to be a fireman, a politician, a priest, a preacher, a pastor? I'm not saying you have to judge them for life, but what kind of life skills do these people have outside of that box that are vital and crucial to our society? It's the same thing. I (laughs) had this conversation with my wife. People that are really good in the bedroom, I mean, like, great sex, awesome sex, a lot of times are lacking in a lot of things, and vice versa. People that are donating to society, doing all this great stuff, they're great, great, great people that are nice. Oh, she's so nice. He's so nice. You should date him. You should date her. Like, all these really nice people, you know, all these really quality people are usually bad in the bedroom. That's okay. (laughs) I'm telling you that so you can go and do something about it. It's it's an energy and it's a learning and it's an encyclopedia that you have to put into yourself. No one is built with everything. So in a quality sexual experience, you might be defrauded or neglected because you've been teaching yourself or or you were taught as a boy, as a girl, You don't do that. You don't act like that. I don't need you out there hoeing like such and such. You don't need to be a hoe. You don't need to be a slut. You don't need to be easy. You don't need to be doing this. You don't need to be doing that. And as boys, we're little choir boys, little gospel choir boys. You know, we're singing in the choir and trying to be real good Christian little boy. And you're a virgin all the way through high school or even college. And you, you're you just holding it, you know, staying strong. And you're watching all these kids being born, all these women getting relationships that are horrible, <laughs> that you wanted to date. And you're just singing it to yourself. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust the sweetest frame. <laughs> you won't trust the sweetest frame. You don't have to trust it, but you can know it. <laughs> and, and I think that's the, the problem. You can know about sex and learn about sex and have a full anatomy about sex and teach it to each other for the pleasing part and the responsibility part and not be this mega center blasting out skeets all the time. You know, uh, uh, getting on people all the time. So that quality sexual energy really has nothing to do with being out there all the time. It has everything to do with the knowledge of how we're going to use our bodies and what we're going to do. So I said quality sexual energy, but what about the quality energies mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical? Now we're getting into a world that's set apart completely different from this, but they all affect one another. They all work together. And and when you treat them as separate, that's where it starts to get a little bit too micromanaged. It starts to get a little bit too uh, uh, blocked off. They should be open to each other. And it's fine to focus on them one day or focus on them for that hour individually but they're all a part of you. So in many ways, not having the full knowledge of your sexual energy and your journey from puberty to old age, it, you're robbing yourself. While also thinking that in your, uh, uh, your mental energies and your mental knowledge of a thing that <laughs> everyone is wrong and you're right. And you're the only one that can, you know, have the the say on things. That's not a quality mental energy. You're blocked off from learning things. So when your mind and your mental energies and everything that you think that you are isn't set up in the right way. you've, You've now blocked yourself off from having a health where you can plant things in your brain and create new memories, new activities, take a turn down this road, uh, 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 you know, a new journey. It has to fit an agenda instead of being an adventure. (laughs) So, you know, if if it's an adventure, it sparks new joy, excitement, growth in your mind and in your body. But if it's an agenda, it's just the same old stuff. And, and, and we've seen this now, people with Alzheimer's, and people that have dementia, you play that music, and that music creates a certain type of uh, response in them that triggers not only memory, but a vision, sometimes a scent, and even a physical touch memory. So your, your mental energies... Um, are very uh, uh, responsible for in many ways, allowing you to combine with that sexual energy and, and create a healthy environment. Not one where you go out and damage and hurt and abuse and rape and misuse people. It, it, it should be an exchange, not a, uh uh I'm going to do this and get this kind of enjoyment back. But I don't care about you. I don't know about you and, and you aren't pleased. It should be a handshake. And that handshake is is either going to be for pleasure or procreation. And that's why for me, I now I understand this full well. Your sexual energy is created at a time when your mind is still molded and, and putty, it, 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 your, your sexual energy and IQ are pretty much the same. And if you never take the time to adjust to it, to learn a little bit more, you're doing the same type of reactions you would when you were 12 and 13 when you're 34 and 54 and 60. It, it's not going to be the same. You might have, Uh, 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 in your system, a response that's the same. And, you know, as the genitalia, you you know, the man, we, you know, man up (laughs) for lack of a better term. But as you grow, that kid inside grows with you. And this also rolls into your emotional energies. You've got to be balanced. You got to balance that out. If you're like me, you're finally realizing you need to apologize to yourself. Because if you're a Captain America type, if you're a Batman type, if you're a heroic type, you realize how much oppression and stress you've taken on yourself for policing yourself to be a good man and extending yourself, like as a woman as well, extending yourself out To have your arm beaten and slapped down time and time again. Now you know you overextended. Anybody that loves you or wants to be around you or, or craves your attention will do that. They will be mature. But here's the thing. In your mental energy, in your emotional energy, in your physical energy, and your sexual energy, you have to know how to adventure and travel. You can't sit around and just say, well, there's no good men here. Well, there's no good this here. There's no good that here. You are there. You're not held and locked down there. You're not required to be there. You can live wherever you want. You can live in the city. You can live in the desert. You can live in the forest. You can live in the country. You can live in a small town. How do you know that that place is so good for you? So then when we get into our physical energies, You have to look at food. You have to look at rest. You have to look at diet. You have to look at how you're treating your body, the positions that you're in, the chiropractor, the masseuse. All the things that affect your body are ultimately going to allow you to release and receive quality energy. So when I talk about sexual energy, boy, (laughs) it's a twofold thing. It's not just the pleasure that we look look for in our bodies. It's also the force that we plant into humanity. Sex is either for pleasure or children. That's it. But what (laughs) goes into that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's just so much more than just all men are dogs. Actually, let me take that road really quick. If, if I can, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to close up. All men are dogs. All men think about sex. That's all they think about. That's all they want. That's all this. That's all that. Take him. Take him next time. And sit him down and talk to him. We want and desire sex. Because A, yes, yes. We are driven to do that a lot during the day and be because it's what we were built to do. Now, you have like an American society, American culture where we've got booties and breasts and and uh, uh, heightened sexuality and porn and all these things, the clothing industry design. Uh, uh, it's in our sports. It's in our alcohol. It's in everything to usher and drive you into Casual sex because it sells sex sells. But what we don't realize is everyone is a creature of their environment. And you have to understand that man's environment to really know where he's coming from. And what I was saying earlier, I'm not lying about that. You don't know how many good men I know (laughs) that don't know what to do in the bedroom and how many like (laughs) pimps, like players, downright hustlers. Just I mean they got the the meat and can complete <laughs> and compete I mean they're knocking these women down giving them all the sexual pleasures and things that they could want and, and desire but then once the sex is over what else? where's the credit score? Where's the five love languages? Where's the family man? can you take them to meet your mom and dad? where are the values? You know, it, it, I saw this in college happen. You know, a guy looks like Superman guy looks like Michael Jordan guy looks like Zach Morris guy looks like Shamar Moore, you know, just tagging women. But then what about the values? And then you got, like I said, on the vice versa, the flip side, you got these guys that are loving, kind, caring, dentists, doctors, lawyers, (laughs) nurses, all this stuff. And It's the same thing with women. You know, all these beautiful porn stars, all these beautiful, gorgeous women. And, I mean, do they have friends? (laughs) You just have to ask yourself, like, wow, like, do you have any friends? But, hey, (sighs) sexual energy is so much more than just all men are dogs. You were built to do that. We were built to smell you. And and chase you to put that child on this planet, to put that child on this earth. Now, what comes in between that natural drive that all animals have, that the whole animal kingdom has, even in the water, is our society, is our experiences, is all the bad thought, the bad mental energy, so the bad emotional energy. Because ah, I wasn't really loved this way. I wasn't really caressed this way. So you take your emotional energy combined with your uh, 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 mutated sexual ability that's unnatural, And now it creates a sexual desire toward women. That's not correct. It's not right. I'll admit it. A lot of the stuff we do is wrong. Because we've been taught wrong, and no one has corrected us. And you can't correct it with a gun. You can't correct it in divorce court. You can't correct it by burning a house down. You can't correct it with any of the stuff that I'm seeing right now. This has to be taught. If that man wants you and desires you sexually, (laughs) run him through a couple questions. Run him through some things and ask him why and when and how. And what other types of things is he interested in? Are you just interested in you know, dark skin or light skin, long hair or short hair, red hair or blonde, small, thick, tall, strong, crossfitter, bodybuilder. Are, is this a random thing? Or And then you start to learn more about that person's mind, their journey, all that's around them and all that is them. All right, I'm blabbering. Those are my thoughts and feelings on sexual uh, healing, sexual energy, sexual drive, and all the energies that we uh, have and contain. Peace and love. I love you all. Take care. I'll see you soon.